This is Brain Diet, episode number 42. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about what other people think about you. We're talking about other people's opinions of you and how to understand them. This topic was inspired by a coaching session that I had last week with a woman. And this woman had just gotten a new job and her coworkers had invited her out for dinner and drinks or something like that. And she didn't want to go. She felt that with COVID going on, it wasn't safe. She didn't feel comfortable being in a restaurant. However, she had decided to go. She was going to go anyway. Now, I'm not saying that there is a right or a wrong decision for this person here. That's ultimately up to her. However, what I was very intrigued by was how she was living her life based upon what other people thought of her and not based on her own authentic desires and opinions. I see this relatively often where people, their value of other people's opinions supersedes their own desires. Because they care so much about what other people think, they neglect what they think about themselves and what they want. So what happens is they start to live their life because of other people's opinions and then even further from their own desires, right? I hear this often when I'm coaching as well, where people will say, I know I shouldn't care what other people think. We should care what other people think. Did you know this? <laughs> it is very appropriate and psychologically healthy to care what other people think. Because if people didn't like us, and we were kicked out of a tribe, it would mean death, right? If we didn't have a tribe to be a part of, if people didn't accept us, we wouldn't be able to survive. And so we are meant to care in a way about what people think. However, it's gotten to a point in many people's lives where they care so much more about what people think than they care about what they think about themselves, that it starts to become a problem for them, right? Like this woman was wanting to do something that she didn't actually want to do for the sake of what people would think about her. So what I want to offer you today is that we just need to manipulate the ratio. So instead of caring more what people think than you care about what you think, we just have to shift it to where we still care what people think. And that's okay. But we also care about what we think. And we also pay attention to what we think enough to nurture good thoughts that help us love ourselves, right? Because right now, in order for you to give permission to yourself to love yourself, you're relying on other people's opinions. And if we do that, some people are going to love us, but some people are going to hate us. And so we don't allow ourselves to love ourselves because we're doing it simply in response to others. So this is why it's so much more empowering to shift this ratio. The reason that we value other people's opinions is ultimately, like I mentioned before, we have a desire to know that we are acceptable, to know that we are lovable. We have a desire to know that we are enough. We have this desire, but if we anticipate that people aren't going to prove that to us, if they're going to say something that goes against this desire to know that we're lovable, we go to the other end of the spectrum and we beat them to the punch. 
I see this all the time. People will try to stay one step ahead of another person and say, I know that I really suck at this, or I know I'm terrible at this, or I know I just look awful today, or I know that this is just something that doesn't come naturally to me. It's as if we're trying to beat other people to the criticism so that at least they know that we know that we're a total mess. Like we do this as if to say, listen, I'm not an idiot. I am not in the dark about myself at the very least. I am aware of how awful I am. At least I have that capability to be aware of how awful I am. And I remember so vividly, there was a girl that I went to high school with and every single morning I would walk into high school and she would be there and we would start talking. And every single morning she would say, okay, I know I look terrible. Do I look okay? Okay. I know these pants don't fit, but do they look okay? Okay. I know this shirt is just awful. Should I go home and change it? And it almost became a game where I would try to guess what it was that she would comment on in the morning. And I was so fascinated by it that every morning she felt this need to beat me to the punch to say, Hey, I know I look awful, but can you tell me that I don't so that you can validate that I'm lovable, that I'm worthy and that I am enough, right? It was so interesting. But the reason that we do this, the reason that we try to manipulate other people's opinions of us is because we make other people's opinions mean something about us. So I want you to think about this with me. Right now, I am speaking into the microphone. I am delivering this podcast into the microphone being recorded, right? I've used this example on the podcast before. There are many, many different people listening to my words. And though these words are going to be the same for every person that hears them, everyone that listens to me is going to have a different thought about me. Everyone is going to think differently about me. Some people might like this. Some people might be annoyed. Other people might not care. But that doesn't mean that any of those thoughts mean anything about me. It's just a reflection of how you listeners are interpreting this. It's a reflection of your own brain and its interpretation of the world. So like if you were to, you know, give a speech and every person in the audience was there having a different opinion about you that's totally based on them and their brain, then it's not really fair to make it mean something about us. Because frankly, you know, people in an audience or people listening to me here today, they might not like me just for the sound of my voice, or they might not like me for what I was wearing if I were giving a speech in person. Or sometimes you might remind them of like a childhood enemy, Or you might remind them of a high school person that would always question her own wardrobe choices, right? Or an old boyfriend or an old girlfriend. Or maybe they like you because you're like them. Or they like you because of the sound of your voice or because of what you're wearing. But regardless, it just is a reflection of a person's preferences and brain wiring. So if this is true, if every person is going to have a different opinion about us and none of those opinions has anything to do with us, really... What other people think is none of our business because it has nothing to do with us. Other people's opinions are only important if you decide that they are relevant. So we can decide a little bit. We want to care a little bit, but when it gets in the way of how we're showing up, that's when we have to, again, shift this ratio. So someone might have an opinion about you, but you get to decide to think whatever you want to think about that opinion. So for all you listeners, whatever opinions you have about me in this podcast, I think that's great. 
good or bad. That's just your opinion based on your brain. And deciding what we think is one of the simplest things that we have complete control over. If a toddler said, I hate you, I wouldn't really make it mean anything. If my toddler said that to me, I would just say back, that's okay. I love you, right? I wouldn't have any drama about it. Versus if an adult that I respect said, I hate you, I would make it mean something totally different. I would make it mean that I wasn't worthy. I would make it mean that something was wrong with me. I would make it mean that I needed to change, that I wasn't enough, that I was inadequate. Even though the bottom line is it's just two humans saying the words, I hate you. We get to decide whatever we want to about other people's opinions and what they say to us and what they think about us. Another way to look at this is my husband and my own preference for cookies. Okay. My husband loves cookies that are flat and burnt. And I like cookies that are very tall and almost completely doughy and covered in frosting. We have different preferences of cookies and he hates the tall doughy cookies. There are cookies that are local to us that are just these like massive, really soft cookies that I think they're basically the best thing on the planet. And he just hates them. He thinks they're so gross. It doesn't mean that cookies aren't delicious. It just means that he has a preference for one type of cookie and I have a different preference for a different kind of cookie. And some people don't even like cookies and that's okay. There's always going to be people that don't like you. There's always going to be people that don't like cookies. But again, someone doesn't like them. Someone likes this type. Another person likes this type. It doesn't mean anything about the cookie itself. It just means something about the people and their own preferences. And we can't control other people's preferences. We can't control other people's opinions. We can't control how people perceive us and how people think about us. And if you try to, if you try to show up as a version of you that you think people will like, if they do like you, it's like they don't even like the real version of you. They like this fake version of you that you're just putting on as a facade in order to try to manipulate someone. It's an inauthentic version of you that you are putting forth and it's kind of exhausting. When you are really yourself and you show up as you, it attracts your people. It attracts people that are genuinely drawn to you based on you and not by a facade that you're trying to put on to manipulate what they're thinking about you. So if people don't like you when you're yourself, it just means that they aren't your people. And that's okay. We're not meant to be everyone's favorite cookie. We're not meant to be likable by everybody. A way that I like to combat this is when I am showing up in my life, whether it's on social media or in person in any capacity, however I'm showing up mentally, I give permission to others to not like me. I give permission to others to judge me and to think terrible things about me. Even though people are going to think what they're going to think about you anyway, it's so powerful to give them permission to say, hey, you do you. You think what you got to think. No problem. When we do this, when we give permission to others to not like us, to judge us, to think terrible things about us, it allows us to relax into ourselves because when we're not constantly keeping up a facade to, again, attempt to manipulate how people perceive us, then we just get to relax into ourselves instead of keeping up this exhausting fight of being someone that you're not. You eliminate a lot of exhaustion when you just decide to be yourself and to let other people think what they're going to think regardless. 
a few years ago when we had moved into our new house and our new neighborhood, I was having to introduce myself a lot to new people and to anyone that would ask, I'd always say, yeah, I'm a life coach. I have a practice as a life coach. And every time I noticed my brain want to say something different or want to not even mention it at all when someone would ask me what I do. Because I know that there are a lot of different kinds of life coaches in the world and I was concerned that people would jump to the conclusion that I was a certain type of way as a coach and that meant certain things about me and that then I wasn't good enough and I wasn't fun to be around or whatever. I was concerned about what they would make it mean. And this is still the case when I tell anyone that I'm a life coach because I know there's still are so many different kinds out there. I'm much more confident in it now because I know that I'm confident in my ability as a coach and it doesn't matter what other people perceive about it because that's just on them, right? Whatever they think about me being a life coach doesn't matter. I'm the one that gets to decide what my opinion is of me and my profession, right? And that's true for you. You're allowed to approve of yourself regardless of anyone else's opinion. Did you know this? Did you know that you can just decide to approve of yourself, weaknesses and all? When we overvalue people's opinions of us, we go into what I call consumption mode. Now, as humans, we can use our brain power to either create or consume. So when we create things, we create something outside of us. I am creating this podcast. People create music. They write books. They create relationships or build businesses. When we consume, we are consuming social media. We are consuming food or we're consuming TV. When we are so afraid of what people will think, we drop into consumption mode because we don't want other people to judge what it is that we've created. I believe that as humans, we're meant to evolve. And in order to evolve, it requires challenging ourselves to create things. It requires growth. And when we're simply consuming all the time, it keeps us stagnant. We're not doing anything to evolve or grow. And I believe there's supposed to be a balance of both. We are supposed to both create and consume. But when people overvalue what other people think of them, they go into 100% consumption because of this fear of what people might think. Because when you put anything out there, when you create anything, you are putting something out there for people to have thoughts about. You're putting yourself out there for people to have thoughts about. The more that you do this, the more people aren't going to like you. But the more you do this, the more of a tribe you will have. When you don't put yourself out there, you're hiding. But really, what's so fascinating is all that you're hiding from is the pain that you would create with your own mind, right? Because the reason that other people's opinions matter to us is because of what we make them mean. So if we put something out there and someone doesn't like it, we're afraid of this pain that we would create based on what we would make it mean. I think what's worse than the hate that you have when you put something out there is to have people who are completely indifferent to you. They don't even have thoughts in the first place about you at all. If you're in consumption mode, people aren't going to have thoughts about you. And that seems safer. 
but really it keeps us stuck. It prevents us from growing. So if we gently put aside other people's opinions, what if we checked in? What if you asked yourself, what is your opinion of yourself? What do you think about you? What do you love about you? What do you not like about you? Because until you know, you will be at the mercy of what other people say because you'll just believe them instead of believing something else on purpose. When people criticize me, they are very often right. And they will say things that I even agree with. But my job isn't to change them. It's to say, I totally get it, but I've got me. Meaning I take care of me and I love myself for all of the good things and all of the not so good things. When we do this, when we just take care of ourselves, when we manage our own opinion of ourselves, and when we minimize what we believe about other people's opinions of us, we simplify our life. Because think about it. If you were juggling and every ball that you had was someone's opinion of you and you're trying to manage all of these different balls and all of these different facades, it would be really exhausting and confusing and difficult. Whereas if you just manage your own opinion of yourself and you take ownership over your weaknesses and just own who you are, you drop all the juggling balls and you realize that juggling in this case doesn't matter because when people hate you, it means nothing about you. But also when people like you, it also has nothing to do with you. What? Kind of crazy, right? Because if people hate you or like you, it's all just a reflection of their own preferences, their own brain wiring. And if you take the good from people when people like you, then you have to take the bad. When you give validity to the good comments, then you'll give validity to the bad comments as well. When you can release yourself from all opinions of people about you, that's true freedom right there. You get to be free from all of the exhaustion of trying to juggle something you have no control over. You get to be free to live a life that is most authentic to you, to show up in a way that feels best to you and to create and to evolve. How much would your life change if you decided not to live based on other people's opinions? You have to decide whose opinion matters most. And first you have to get clear on what your opinion is in the first place. So that's your work to do, my friends. Decide what your opinion is about you and focus on nurturing that and drop all of the juggling balls of other people's (laughs) opinions of you. It's freedom. I promise you that. Thank you so much for being here this week, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.